Welcome to Being Schooled. Being Schooled poses several questions. How can school adapt to serve students in a world that allows access to any knowledge at any time in ways more suited to you and at any pace that you prefer? How can school better prepare us for a future where change is accelerating and ownership for continual learning is more important than ever? Being Schooled is inspired by William and Thomas. In this podcast series, William and Thomas share experiences and insights with contributions from guests and current thinkers on the topic of what it means to learn and be learned in contemporary society. Maybe we can sort of shift the topic a little bit to um, talking about a learning plan, uh, because what I'm hearing you really say, Thomas, is that you know if someone says, "I don't want school. I don't like school. I'm not ready." We should hang in there with them, and I'm saying, "What are we going to wait? Mm-hmm. Four years, five years until they're ready, and we're suddenly going to say, oh, now we're ready for you?'" I-, I think we actually have to look at that a little bit differently and say, "Agreed." I think the student. The school system is not ready for the student as opposed to the student's not ready for the system. In other words, you know, if I think about Will sitting in grade 10 in careers class saying, you know, this is a bunch of crap. I'm not interested in this. doesn't make any sense. And if he just had have stuck with that attitude and hadn't developed some sort of a plan, some way to, to do some activity that was meaningful to him that linked to the things that, that would, you know, help him in his future, then he would have been that kid. He would have been that guy who would have said, well, I'm not gauging with school. I'm if I could, I'd drop out. I'll hang in until I'm 18, 19, and then I'll figure out what I'm going to do. But Will didn't do that. So Will, Will took the initiative to say, you know, I, I'm really interested in aquaculture. I'm going to get into plumbing. I'm going to get into, you know, technical skills. I'm going to learn how to put together a business plan. So he built a whole plan. Now that was a little exceptional because most people wouldn't do that. But in my opinion, there's no way. The school system recognizing that shouldn't have honored what he was doing. And by extension, if you, in your studies where you hung in there and were doing your thing in grade 10 and 11, just getting enough to get by and get to the next grade and all that, if if we had have thought about building a plan mm-hmm. with you that would have allowed you to focus on things that were particularly mm-hmm. motivating, uh, you wouldn't have just mm-hmm. scraped by. You probably would have applied yourself and and you know done even better. And then we probably could have found those gaps, like you were talking before about if I take a math course and, you know, all of my, my work in my working in the aquaculture is, you know, focused on algebra and geometry, but I don't do anything with trigonometry, let's say, then maybe we can say, okay, you've handled this part, but for the trigonometry part, you actually need to go and take a, an online course or you need to go in for a portion of a class with a, when the math class is on that. And now you've got a plan, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to move forward. We should be able to give you credit for that. Like that's what I've been hearing through, you know, listening to the learning guide or looking at the learning guide you guys uh, inspired, hearing what you did. Like, <laughs> why? why can't, I, again, I'm wondering why can't we do that? We already talked about fear and all those things, but really, yeah. why can't we do that? You did that, William. Like you put together a plan, right? You put what? So, you know, how did you connect? Or maybe you didn't do this. But how would you connect the plan that. to the <laughs> curriculum like, if you were sitting down with a group of teachers? I mean, what I would you say to them? involve the teachers at all. I'd be like, "You guys, you know, go for a walk. I got this." Like, um, like if we can, we can talk about what I would do, assuming I was in well, that scenario. But I'm just saying, like, 
my mentality was never like that. I never wanted help from any of the teachers at all. For Okay. Well, and like to get credit, right? Like how would you relate it? I know you didn't want help. And I'm saying to you, William, I'm saying to you, and, mm-hmm. and we've heard it from our guests, and you, I've heard it from you and Thomas talking about, would you have benefited from someone who was there of supportive, yeah, I would have, have yeah. wrapped resources around you and said, mm-hmm. I'm going to help you do the best greatly, I can, yeah. right? I would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how how would you sit down with that group and say to them, okay, here, you know, these are the things I'm doing you know, how can we negotiate credit? Like what would it, what, what would that look like for you? Or, or maybe it's just, this is too conceptual well, um, or theoretical for you. No, like I would, uh, I would, first of all, I'd, I'd regulate my attitude before I came in and I'd say, listen, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> well, if I'm going to go in and I need to have a very fair discussion with these teachers and I need to say to myself that they are going to ask me to do some things that I don't want to do in terms of, you know, like grading and marking and stuff like this because I was very gung-ho, like I didn't record much either of what I did. And so they're going to put some some rules on me, which I always very much hated. But in return, I'm going to get more freedom in order to do what I want to do and get that linked and kind of save more time. So I would have to first adjust my attitude in that regard. And I'd kind of go in there and we'd have to find a dichotomy, right? Because they'd be like, we need this from you in order to grade you, right? But then we're also going to give you this freedom to do what you want to do. And, you know, I think we would have to kind of work that out. Like they'd probably say, first of all, we need some type of tangible proof that you're actually working and doing stuff on your system, right? Or, you know, you need a logbook of when you're working on your system. And then we need some tangible proof of your learning, right? So you need to either, you know, kind of jot your math. Because I did a lot of math while I was kind of trying to set up the system. Now, like, to be fair, a lot of my math was wrong and bad, but... <laughs> but Math, nothing the same. A lot of trial and error with the math. But um, like if they're like, you write it down, right? Or put it in a Word document. Or like you need to create, you know, some type of business plan. Or at least, you know, like um, like what I created was a, a master plan, right? I'm, I'm kind of still working on it. I think I've, Thomas was laughing at me when I was telling him about it because I like planned everything out till my retirement. <laughs> it's just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, but What's I was that, like, age right. 30 or something? <laughs> Uh, no, I was going to say 70. I was planning on retiring. <laughs> but, but whatever. It's funny because earlier I said the future can't be predicted. And here I am predicting it, right? So, um, but anyway, so I would definitely do that. And I think I would kind of have to spend some time talking to whoever I'm talking with. And I think what I would need is I would need them to come at me with a set kind of guidelines in terms of what the minimum they needed from me. Right. And then I can kind of find a way to fit into that guideline on my own on my own way. Right. Like if they're like, we need this much tangible proof, you know, like you have to give it to us in a certain way. And I would be like, okay, I thought about it. Here's some ideas I have for giving you the proof that I have been learning, that I have been working on this thing. And um, what do you think? And if they kind of look at it and I give them kind of a trial, whatever, and they're like, you know what, this looks good. If you can continue to give us stuff like this. And you can, you know, show improvement across time. I say, heck yeah, we can give you some type of credit towards this. And even that, I would have been like, awesome. So you're saying I can keep doing what I'm doing. All I got to do is a little extra, like a little extra kind of bookwork on what I'm working on. And then, you know, I can get credits, which save me time. Because then, you know, I, in theory, wouldn't have to take that extra class or whatever. And I'd have more spares or or whatever, man. Yeah, and I, and I'd even that, that's ex- like, I can't really give you the best rundown until it. No, ha- I, I'm not asking you yeah. to, but I, I am asking you and I'm asking hmm. Thomas to think about this because I'd even want to f- 
switch this thinking a little bit more on your behalf, I'd say, like, just consider if you, you hired a financial advisor. Okay, William. Okay. So you go to the Done. financial advisor and you say, I, you know, I need a portfolio that gives me all these different things. And the financial advisor would say to you probably something like, you know, okay, what are you doing currently? I'm doing this, this, this. And they'd be saying, oh, yeah, that fits in this, that fits here, that fits there. And what do you got to show me for it? And you said before, oh, I've had a GoPro. I put it on my head, showed people what I'm doing. I could walk <laughs> them and take a photo of my, or show them the, the, the facility, what I'm working in. I can get some testimonials from Thomas and whoever else I've been working yeah. with to say this. Like, and another, uh, yeah, but if they did all that, another right? great thing is a, a time lapse too. Like if yeah. you put a GoPro at the top of the, wherever you're working yeah. and then you just like, speed obviously it takes some, you have to learn some editing, but then you can just speed up all the work you did. Right? Yeah. But, but my point is, is that rather than, you know, us taking this approach of saying, you know, I'm going to go to them and then they're going to tell me what they need. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell them what I'm doing and then they have to fit it around me. Then they might come to me and say, like you said, okay, well, we're missing this and this. Is there some way we can find a way to get yeah. that for you that helps, that, that works with you? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm and I'm saying, saying the same I was thing. so far flung and, and mm-hmm. like with what I was doing, like I think it, without without them coming and telling me like, I was the type of person I was like, tell me what you need and if I can get grades for it, I'll like, I can, I can fit that in. But like, it yeah. been ex- it would have been extremely hard to grade what I was doing without me bending with some leeway towards them, right? Because sure. I was just like, whatever. Like I do but, some but math, it, write on paper, throw it out, and keep going, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's that that's expected, though, right? Like you know, like you know, like if 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 we're gonna be awarding credits and marks for stuff like what you're doing, well, like exactly, that's what I'm there saying. There still has to be tangible evidence. Like yeah. you have to actually submit documents you've worked on and they might, you know, and, and, and you might submit, yeah. you know, like even like something like a cash mm-hmm. flow statement, right? And it might get reviewed by a financial executive, but <laughs> the financial no executive sense. might be like, this is garbage. <laughs> he needs to, he needs to like, I, you know, like I'm going to get on a call with William, tell him what's wrong with it. And then he needs to fix it before he can get, this like accreditation or whatever right so it's totally going to be on 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 both sides of the students but i think the students will be willing to do that when it's something that they're passionate about you know if we look at school with the tangible evidence is right now a lot of times because i've been presented with it here's the guy's test they bring me a pile of stack of papers with a bunch of red marks through it and say this proves (laughs) that he does he doesn't know his math i'm saying what 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 is this stuff? What what do you <laughs> Which mean? Is just a stupid. Like this egg. is it? Yeah, for a whole year, this is it. So it's uh, you know, it's, and I again, I'm generalizing, and I'm talking about sort of extreme situations. But what what you both just described about this evidence from William, I would see, say would be pretty compelling evidence. And mm-hmm. the the educator is the one that's responsible for making the judgments. With that kind of evidence, I could make a lot more judgments. Mm-hmm. And if I sat William down yeah. for one hour, said, you'd tell me everything you know from the whole year and write it down on this piece of paper. And by the way, if you don't work well under pressure, I'm cutting you off at one hour and that's it. So even if you knew it, but you couldn't get it down, I don't really care. Now that's the kind of evidence that we, we have used in the past and some might even use now. Mm-hmm. I think that's far, that, mm-hmm. that's far less that, compelling. That's a, that's a fantastic point. Far less compelling. Yeah. And the kind of evidence that William and you are talking about. Mm-hmm. And even when I think about your situation, Thomas, where I think about you were sitting in grade 12 classes doing stuff because you were having to fulfill 
this criteria, which again, don't get me wrong, I understand it. We have to go through this. It's a reality that to get in university, you have to do certain things. But to say that you couldn't have gone and let's say done an accounting or like an accounting course and done so many attributes of that accounting course by working on developing and, and implementing and assessing a business plan tied to the business, you know, I just say to myself, like, man, yeah. there, there's that would be a in my experience, a far, far richer uh, way of demonstrating learning, give you more flexibility, um, give the teacher more flexibility. I, I, I'm just saying, again, you might think, oh, I'm in, you know, way too idealistic. I, I don't think so. I, I think that this is where we need to go. This is where I think no, we need no. to go. I don't think so either. Yeah. And I mean, like, it would have been nice to, uh, to have tried mm -hmm. this while I was in, in, in high school, because like, it, until I met you, Mark, I never, ever, ever occurred to me to link what I was doing to get credits. Like that never occurred to me. I was like, they ain't going to do that. Like, and I, I didn't, I didn't even, it, like, I didn't even think to do that. Like, it wasn't like I so thought about try. it and then didn't try. Like, mm -hmm. I really just never, it never even occurred to me that that was any type of possibility at all. So that's kind of why I just kind of tuned out so hard is because I was like, well, like, like it just didn't occur to me. I was, and to me, like, I, w I didn't really care what the education system, you know, kind of thought of me. I was like, I'm going to finish high school and then I'll be free, you know. <laughs> but I think we need to talk about yeah. the educational mm -hmm. um, system, like the financial services, like, like that kind of approach. Like we are here to provide service to our clients and our yeah. service is learning. So how we can get to that, you know, is, is kind of intriguing. Like right now, even as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about, okay, you guys on your own time, of your own volition are committing your energy and your resources and your talents to de developing this podcast. Now, whether you know this or not, I would suggest that this is a, a fairly significant yeah. project that involves a whole variety of skills, which are being captured and uh, documented, and which if we wanted to, could have them authenticated from any number of sources, because we've got a record of it here. We've got you doing your thing in terms of communications, your thinking, your uh, your ability to um, not only communicate in written forms and, and spoken mm -hmm. forms, but you know, in terms of interactions and reacting to people, you're, you're demonstrating a variety of skills in terms of taking initiative, of, of persevering, of self-regulating. I mean, Remy is doing things technically that you know, uh, you know, I'm just amazed by. So we have an artifact right here that I would hold up as evidence whether you wanted to use it in a high school level, in a college level, at a university level that we should be giving value for. Like, I, I just don't see why we wouldn't, you know, why we wouldn't do it for us now and why we wouldn't consider having point. this kind of approach in an educational system. And I, and I you know, I give mm -hmm. you guys tremendous credit for it, but my credit doesn't really count for anything because I'm not putting something on a piece of paper that you can go away with, but I think you should. I think you should be able to turn around. And if Remy's going to Mohawk and shows up there, you know, uh, next year and says, you know, this is the things I've done. Here's the music I produced. This is the production I did. I think right away they should say, holy smokes, man, you, you like you've done a complete independent study. Everything's done that way. And if somebody came to me and said, I want to see, you know, I want a reference for Thomas and I, cause I want him to work in the service industry for me. I would take a clip, I'd cut out, I'd bleep out all the swearing he did, but I'd give them a clip of Thomas talking about, you know, <laughs> in a, the thoughtful way that he does, the reflective way that he does about different perspectives and taking into consideration this and that. And I'd give that as their evidence rather than sticking Thomas in an interview and saying, tell us your top three skills as a communicator. Like I just 
I'd go right to this sort of thing. So I, you know, I have to believe that there are artifacts and evidence that all of you could have provided. <laughs> that is an educational um, system they could have used and we could have got richer learning for you and a better sense of what you're actually capable of doing that wouldn't, you know, that would open doors for you as opposed to closed doors, you know? So I, I don't know. Yeah. Completely right, Mark. It's just like, what, what, what do people do in the meantime? Like, I think like yeah. anyone who wants to do it, like to me, had I listened to this podcast then, I'd have tried. Like I'd have listened to it and I'd have been like, okay, so you're telling me that if I can, if I can pretty much convince, you know, some teachers or, you know, a principal or whatever, like when we were talking to Josh, he's, I said, like, if I came to you with what I was doing, would you potentially give me credit for it? And he said, yeah. And I think that's kind of where you could start. People who want to link whatever they're doing on the side, try it, see, see what happens. Like you're not going to lose anything by trying to do it. And all you're going to gain is credits, right? Like, I mean, like, like until there's some shift or something mm -hmm. like, but like if people just started to do it, you know, who knows? Yeah. The worst they can say yeah. is no, right? No, I agree with you. I think exactly that's the case. And I, I think to Thomas's point, you know, Thomas's point earlier was Thomas, you were talking about this fear. I don't want to, you know, I'm afraid to do it. Well, then you find the people who are less fearful and they, they show exactly. the way. They, they're the ones that everybody starts to look to and says, hey, we can make this happen. Like I was thinking, you know, we were sort of shifting here to assessment and evaluation. But when we were talking to Annette, remember Annette mm -hmm. when she talked about, you know, I'd go meet this student. They didn't really like school. It didn't really work for them. Then I built something with them and we went out and found it and I got them courses and all that around that. I was thinking to myself, yeah. well, she was doing this for students who's really, really struggled in school. I thought to myself, why couldn't Thomas have that? Like, why would Thomas, who doesn't really struggle in school, but didn't necessarily thrive in the way that he might, what if he had that opportunity? What if he had a teacher who served as an advocate, who worked with him to plan learning, that connected to the curriculum, that got him what he needed through his experiences that he had already, and identified what he also needed? Like, I, I you know, Thomas, from your perspective, I'm just saying to myself, man, like, I could have seen, you know, Thomas right. going like, like my high school was really, you know, was fabulous for me. It gave me the things I wanted and I got a clearer sense of myself and where I wanted to go. Like, what what do you, what are your thoughts on that, Thomas? Well, I mean, yeah, no, like I, I t totally agree. It's like the idea that, that we're using all of these great tools in like the last case scenario where like, oh, oh shoot, you know, like, you know, like someone's, someone's, you know, about to drop out. Okay now let's give them freedom and opportunity and now let's work on them to make their learning a priority <laughs> but oh but but if you're if you're not you know like about to drop out whatever just kind of like do your own thing and and fit into the system right so it's sort of like funny because will was like listen like i don't even want to have to bother with all this like administrative stuff i'm That's just pretty much what i'm gonna yeah. do well enough so that they don't bother me and then just do my own thing, right? And and for me, when I think back on my experience, like like I really wasn't all that motivated. But I do think having that sort of opportunity and experience where I could actually have some sort of learning tailored to me, I would have all of a sudden gone, wait a minute, like this is actually a good opportunity. It's just in, in so many cases, it just wasn't like logical right like i'd be like well listen i've got all this you know like french homework or something to do but i got a math test tomorrow like i'm not going to do any of this french work 
because my math test is the mark that gets me to university, right? So the idea of instead of that, someone going, listen, you can still do your math, um, but just like do this in French or in court or like incorporate this French into it, like this French language, whatever. And then all of a sudden I can go, great. Now I don't have to compromise here. I can just kind of bring all my learning together. And then maybe I start looking for projects outside of school, right? Like I was lucky enough that I met William and had that opportunity. But like otherwise, you know, I'd just be working and and like not, you know, not doing anything interesting where I could actually apply my learning and learn new things outside of school. I'd just be waiting for university so I could go learn there and go get a job. But now there's actually, there's actually something that that I can sort of apply my interest in. And, you know, most people really aren't that lucky. So how can school make it for so 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 students really think that there's an advantage to doing things with their life and that is school right because you know like life is learning and school and, and doing things is learning and so there's no reason that we have to sidestep school to do our learning mm -hmm.